0: and sisters and Shabbat Shalom to those of you that keep the Sabbath. I pray that you're having a blessed and restful Sabbath and I pray that y'all are doing well and I wanted to, as always, say thank you to those that have been praying and have been reaching out and um, helping in whatever way that you can. It's been such a blessing and I've been so thankful to all of you and just giving praise and thanks to Yahuwah for all of you even for those that haven't reached out, thank you anyways for your support in whatever way that that may be. So I wanted to come on because I actually have two uh, topics or two questions that I want to answer that, um, I feel are important and, um, I have spoken about them before and I've actually was just talking to one of my closest friends about these things as well. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to come on and talk about it, and hopefully it will help those of you that are, you know, wondering the same thing, going through the same thing, or you have actually reached out to me and asked me, um, and for those of you that have, the reason why I haven't responded, one, I've I've been busy, and I do apologize, I usually try to prioritize um, everything, and I try to put the ministry, um, you know, right after family, and... I just haven't been able to, but because I had also planned to come on and address the topic and questions, so um, again, I, you know, please forgive me for not responding, but I just plan to address it in an episode, so I've had a couple of you ask me as well, hey, what's going on? You say that, you know, the podcast is done, but then you publish episodes, which we love, um, and really would love for you to continue the podcast. And, you know, basically, what are your plans moving forward? You know, that's a great question. And, you know, I think I just, number one, need to stop saying that I'm going to stop the podcast or, you know, I think I just need to just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I really can't give like an answer right now because I have so many things that are up in the air right now. Um, For example, I don't know if I'll be moving soon or not. Um, You know, I've been praying a lot about what direction um, the Father is is taking me in 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 different areas of my life, including the ministry, including the podcast. And so um, every time I think that that's it, I'm not going to be working on the podcast anymore. And then you know, I get another word or I get more questions or I just feel strongly led to come on and share these things with you all. So I don't know. Um, you know, I just I really don't. And I'm so thankful to Yan. and I give him all the glory for how far um, I've come with this podcast. And again, this is all because of him and, you know, all the credit it goes to him. You know, I don't take any credit. Um, These are words and knowledge that have come from him and just time, you know, spent in prayer and in scripture. And I'm thankful for that because it's by his grace that um, he's given me this opportunity and just even, you know, taught me or teach me all of these things that I'm sharing with all of you. And that's why the ministry is called By His Grace uh, Marriage Ministry, because it really is by his grace. Um, and I take no credit. It's, it's all glory to him for every single episode that I've published. And I pray that it honors him and, um, that it is helpful for all of you. So anyways, (laughs) so I'm not going to say anything right now about whether or not this is the last episode or if there will be more or, you know, what's going to happen moving forward. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't have a straight answer, but, um, It's a busy month this month, and uh, a month where, um, let's just say, going into August, uh, things are probably going to look very different. (laughs) So, and not knowing how it's going to look has been a huge test of my faith. So, I've been, you know, just kind of um, taking it one day at a time, one day at a time, and just really trying to remain steadfast in in my faith and that's just been my focal point. So, (laughs) so anyways, um, yeah, I don't really have an answer to that. So I'm sorry, but I guess just, you know, um, if you're enjoying the podcast, you know, just stay uh, subscribed to it or follow it, whatever you call it. And, you know, if there's a new episode, praise ya. And if, if there isn't for a while, then there isn't one for a while. But again, you're always welcome to email me anytime. And I will uh, respond just as soon as I can and really enjoy being able to talk with all of you. So, yeah. Anyways, sorry, that was a long intro. (laughs) We're going on six minutes. Okay, so let me go to the topic of this episode. There's two of them. And um, the first one that I want to talk about is um, whether or not it's okay to use um, quote-unquote aids, like, like an aid, you know, um, within the marriage bed. And the second topic is, you know, um, are there things that we don't always have to tell our spouses, you know? Like, are, are there feelings and things that we struggle with that we don't always have to tell our spouse Or should we actually be transparent and share everything with our spouse? So I want to talk about those two things. And again, these things are things that I have talked about um, quite a bit throughout the podcast. Uh, The first one I just talked about uh, very recently, I just did three additional episodes um, in regards to intimacy titled The Marriage Bed. And um, I really think those were really great episodes with um, some really good information. And I can't remember which part it was, which episode it was, because there's four in total. But um, I mentioned about um, adult toys, and I think I had said that it probably would be a good idea not to utilize them. Um, You know, this is something that I've been thinking about, um, and I've actually been doing some research late, some more research um, as of recent, and something that I've been praying about, and was actually talking about with somebody else as well. And, um, I was very surprised by some of the things that I found in the research that I, that I conducted and, um, and just talking with somebody else and getting their insight on it. And, you know, I've come to a different conclusion. I'm, I'm drawing a different conclusion on, on the topic of can a husband and wife introduce, um, you know, toys or aids, you know, to help aid them in their area of intimacy, you know, is it okay for them to use that? So after doing some research, praying about it and talking with somebody else, um, about this, this is the conclusion that I've drawn. And this is what I want to share because I've gotten this question quite a few times to see if it's something that's okay. Um, so in the episodes that I, that I published recently in intimacy, or in regards to intimacy, I talked about what things are okay and what things aren't. So we know that any kind of third party or pornography or anything like that, we know is an absolute no, and we know that it's sin and it's an abomination to Yah. Um, so we know that. And I mentioned briefly about toys and that I said that I wasn't sure. Um, I talked about that and fantasies fetishes and things like that so um, obviously all these things have it's it's like a wide variety and it's hard because a lot of these things we know that this comes from society we know that it's it's very much worldly it's very much secular but at the same time I've been looking and doing some research and praying about this and I do feel that it is possible for believers, husbands and wives, um, set apart marriage, godly marriage, for them to utilize these things without it crossing a line and going into sin or being, you know, really worldly or secular. So we know that in our society, um, in just about anywhere, um, you find not only, of course, you know, sexual temptation everywhere and, you know, our society is just filled with so many sexual things, but we know that there are also what's called like adult stores and things like that. We know that these stores typically carry pornography, um, lingerie, um, toys and, you know, things along along those lines. So when I was doing my research, I actually came across um, a couple of websites that. Um, they have these items, they have toy, you know, toy items, and things like that. But the difference is, is that there's no pornography, there's no um, images or anything there, and they don't have certain items. Um, so in the other episode that I published, I, care, I think it was part three, part two or part three, um, I mentioned an app, it's a Christian app, that husbands and wives can download to their phone. It's called, um, oh goodness, I forgot, um, ultimate intimacy, I believe. And, um, it's a really great app and I've, I've read their guidelines and what they believe. And I do feel they're, they're aligned with scripture. They've got the right understanding. And, um, one of the things that they have is you can click on shop and it takes you, um, to a few things that, you know, are to, are to be as aids or to help, you know, to be helpful to your marriage bed, you know, and again, it's not anything, um, perverted. It's not, you know, anything that has to do pornography, you know, nothing like that. But what it does have is it has like, you know, lingerie for wives to wear, um, and toys. So with toys, you know, this This was a hard one for me because at first I thought, you know, no, I think it wouldn't be good to um, implement that into your marriage bed. But I have since changed my mind about this after doing some research and seeing some of these websites, these Christian websites, um, and just kind of reading what they had to say about it, how they um, in- incorporated scripture And their understanding, and they have the same understanding I do, that, you know, Yahuwah created sex and, you know, it is meant for marriage, it is meant for husbands and wives. And the truth is, is that the area of intimacy um, for many marriages after certain periods of time or certain seasons, couples begin to experience, you know, issues within that area. And I've talked about this, that, you know, it's important that you keep, you know, quote unquote, the fire burning, so to speak, the passion, you know, going. Um, And sometimes it can get boring, you know, when you're doing the same thing over and over and over, it can get a little stale. And I really don't see anything wrong with spicing things up and exploring things. And that is what I was talking about in those episodes, I was giving some resources and some ways to be able to do that. So. For example, um, certain you know games to play with your spouse um, just to kind of spice things up and you know things like that. Um, you know, uh, I recommended a book, an app. and I don't see anything wrong with those things. I've checked them all out. I've done you know research, and I don't see anything perverted or sinful or anything um, with any of those things because it's for you and your spouse to enjoy. And I truly believe that we are to explore one another um, within our marriages, you know, with our spouses and just really enjoy um, one another. You know, Um, I mean, goodness, read Song of Solomon in the Bible. I mean, wow. (laughs) You know, I should probably do that one day. I should probably read the whole book of Song of Solomon in an episode because that is really romantic and believe it or not, it's, it's a husband and wife, you know, showing their love and actually talking about what they want to do to one another, believe it or not. So, um, so yeah. Um, so I, I think that doing things like, you know, um, of course discussing with one another, praying about it, um, implementing fun little games to do, um, utilize like the app I, um, recommended, reading the book I recommended, um, switching it up, you know, experiencing different positions together, learning what each of you like, um, just implementing some fun things. And I think that when it comes to toys, I really don't think that that is wrong to do. I think that these toys um, can actually be used to help, you know, like be an aid within the marriage bed. Um, and the reason why I say help is because there are, there are different issues that can arise. You know, for example, if you and your spouse are, you know, up there in age and your bodies are going through changes, maybe the husband is not lasting as long as he would like to, or maybe he is um, ejaculating too quickly, or maybe he's not able to maintain um, an erection you know, things like that. Um, and again, these things do happen and most of the time it's due to age. Um, and so there are things that can help you with that. And I did mention in the in the previous episode that um, of course there's natural ways to go about that, but there are some things I guess now that they have come out with that will help not only bring pleasure to his wife, but will help him um, either maintain or it lasts longer or, you know, things like that and bring pleasure to him as well. Um, for wives, there are a lot of women that actually have a very hard time achieving an orgasm. Um, and so I actually just learned this recently. I didn't even know this um, because, well, number one, and I'm, I'm about to say something really personal, but it's okay um I've never had this problem (laughs) so um I I just never really looked into it but I was very surprised at the statistics of how many women actually struggle to reach an orgasm um and I didn't realize that there were you know there's a few ways to 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 climax um you know we have a lot of um different zones on our body that that can help that but um I didn't realize that uh Many women cannot achieve um, a climax just by intercourse alone. A lot of times there needs to be foreplay uh, implemented, which is another thing I talked about. You know, there are some believers that believe foreplay uh, is sinful, um, and I have to disagree with that. I think that foreplay or oral, um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that as long as there's no sodomy taking place. Um, I do believe that um, that is sinful and it is mentioned in scripture. Even if it's between a husband and wife, I still think um, it's considered unclean. Um, same thing with around that time of the month, it's it's unclean. So it's best not to do those things. But um, foreplay, I think, is necessary uh, for many couples, and I think it's very important. Um, you know, there are certain things that have to happen. Again, if, if you're not familiar with it, I highly recommend for you to read the book that I recommended, and it will explain everything probably better than what I could ever explain it. Um, But, you know, it is essential for a lot of people. But I didn't realize that a lot of women have a very hard time achieving that climax. Um, So when you have a husband and wife together, that maybe the husband does reach his climax. Um, Not only does he reach it, he reaches it fairly quickly. But then you have a wife that doesn't achieve at all. um, That becomes a real issue in the marriage bed. So when it when it comes to toys, I feel that this can be really helpful, especially for wives. Um, I think it can really help the wife to achieve that. Um, and, you know, again, these things need to be discussed with your spouse. Don't just, you know, be like, hey, I'm going to try this, you know, because then... You know, your husband could take it the wrong way and be like, oh, I can't please her, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you got to make sure you discuss these these things together and, and, you know, of course, pray about it. You know, like I said, you need to involve, ya yeah, in every area of your marriage, including your intimacy. Um, but when it comes to toys, I do believe that um, I think it just kind of goes along with foreplay. And as long as both spouses are, you know, Agree to it and consent to it. I don't see anything wrong with it. Um, you know, and there's there's a lot of things out there though. Now, um, I would just really use discernment and really pray about what's best for the two of you. Um, really steer clear of things that seem very pornographic or again have to do with sodomy or. Um, You know, just things like that. Remember, the thing is that it's for the the both of you. The idea is not to draw away from one another or, you know, so like, for example, um, if you feel that, you know, having a toy would take away from the other spouse or, you know, then I I wouldn't recommend it, you know, but if it's going to be beneficial for the both of you um, and it's going to improve your intimacy together then, you know, definitely give it a try. But again, please pray about it. Discuss it together. Um, use discernment when you go to shop for one. Um, there's a lot out there that I just now realized because I hadn't looked at these types of things in a long time. Um, when I was doing my research, I was like, <laughs> my mouth was like hanging open. I was like, wow, like there are so many things now. This is crazy. Like things I didn't even know existed. And I'm like, whoa, you know, I would really just use discernment, you know, discuss about what would be, you know, best for the both of you and what's going to help the both of you, or that will address your specific um, issues within your marriage bed. So, bottom line, I think, you know, when it comes to toys, I think um, it's okay. Um, You know, again, pray about it and, you know, use discernment. So, that's what I wanted to share there. Um, I know that many people are going to have different opinions. I know many people are going to feel it's not okay because oftentimes toys can also be used in, you know, um, same-sex couples. Um, You know, uh, people use it along with, you know, viewing porn. Uh, Single people use it to masturbate, you know, and so I know, you know, all those things are obviously uh, sinful. And, um, you know, so if if you're in any of those categories, and obviously you need to steer clear from those things. But, um, when it comes to a godly marriage, when it comes to set apart marriage, um, and if it's to help again, aid, um, in your area of intimacy in your marriage, then I say, go for it. Give it a try. Um, same thing with, uh, along with everything else that I recommended in the other, um, episodes. And again, please feel free to email me if you have any more questions or need any more suggestions. Again, I know it's a sensitive topic. I know it's not always easy to talk about and can be maybe even even embarrassing to some. Um, but again, there's no shame there. You know, again, it's it's natural. Ya created it. And again, as long as it's being used in the context that it was meant to be used in, um, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I don't see anything wrong with going to someone you trust or someone that you feel can help uh, with those kinds of things. Uh, I think it's better to do that than, um, you know, not really have knowledge or know and just, you know, maybe get caught up in the wrong things. So um, hopefully that helps. And again, if you would like um, some resources for that, again, the app Ultimate Intimacy has a shop and there's also a marriage ministry called um, Married Life that also has a shop that you can find um, these items. There's another marriage ministry called Awesome Marriage where you can um, get some really awesome you know, downloads, PDFs of games and just questions to ask your spouse and things like that. So I pray that that blesses you and that that helps you and is a source of encouragement in some way again, I've, I've gotten a lot of these questions. These are things that I myself have thought about and prayed about, you know, what's right, what isn't. Um, and yeah, so that's the conclusion that I've drawn with that. So I hope it helps. All right, on to the next thing. So I wanted to talk about, you know, is it actually healthy and okay to keep certain things from our spouses? So this is something that I've also been thinking a lot about and praying about. And, um, This is kind of a tough one. (laughs) This is a tough one. Um, But I'm going to share the conclusion I've drawn um, and what I feel would be best to do in situations like this. Um, And I've talked a lot about transparency um, between couples. I've talked about this, that it's very important that we're able to be transparent and vulnerable with our spouses I think that in a, in a healthy marriage and in a godly marriage, we need to be able to tell our spouses everything. Not only do we need to be able to be transparent to them physically, you know, and I, and I talked about this, you know, spouses should be able to share everything about themselves and how they feel and what they think and their bodies. and You know what I mean? Like, you literally become one with your spouse. So if we become one with our spouse, um, And again, this is in more ways than one. Then when it comes to what we're feeling inside, the thoughts we're having, the feelings, um, or maybe even something we're struggling with, or even if it's something from our past, I think that it is important that we do share these things with our spouse now. I've had some people say well it's you know it's easier said than done with my spouse because my spouse will get angry or my spouse will accuse me of something or my spouse you know will not be understanding or not willing to hear me and I understand that everybody's different Um, and especially when it's things that are like you know maybe you have to tell your spouse that maybe you made a mistake or maybe you had an impure thought about somebody else or you know whatever that it is obviously those kinds of Things are going to have negative reactions, you know, um, and again, depending on your spouse and you know your spouse better than anybody else, um, you know, they, they may react in such a way that does make it hard for you to talk to them. But I still think it's better to do that than to keep it from them. Um, I think not telling our spouses everything is basically equivalent to keeping secrets or even equivalent to adultery, and then I'll explain why here in just a second. But I know for me, I would rather. So like if I knew my husband was struggling with something, uh, whether it's his job or maybe it's the way he's feeling, maybe it's something with himself, maybe it's something he struggled with in his past that maybe he still hasn't healed from yet or whatever, whatever the case is, I know that I would want him to feel comfortable enough and trust me enough to tell me. Like to sit there and, and be able to tell me what he can. Now, some people aren't always ready to share. And, and when it's situations like that, all we can do is just, you know, pray for them. But when they are, you know, like, I know that I would want my husband to feel like he could talk to me about whatever it is that's bothering him or, you know, whatever that it may be. Um, now, some people believe that, oh, you know, if it's something small, You know, no sense making a mountain out of a molehill, no sense rocking the boat, you know, like. But to me, I feel like it can still have the capacity to make things worse, you know, like. Because think about it this way if you find out later on that your spouse was holding on to something and they never told you about it, you would be hurt. Like, I know it's hard. But I would rather be hurt with the truth than hurt with a lie or come to find out, you know, like, it's more hurtful, you know what I mean? And so I think that no matter how minor or major a problem is, I think that a spouse should be able to discuss these things with their spouse. You know, whether it's something that happened at work or something you struggled with as a child and it's coming back to you know, bother you, or, um, you know, maybe you're feeling a certain way, or, you know, whatever that it is, I think that we should be able to tell our spouses, you know, and again, I know that every spouse will have a different reaction, and I know that then it could probably make things worse, you know, to where now there's strain on your marriage, but again, I think it's better to be open and honest and transparent than to hide things, I think that's very unhealthy, and it's, I think it's sinful, you know, um, I don't think that's how we should be in our marriages, is keeping things from one another, um, and I, I know it's hard, because sometimes there are things that happen where maybe, you know, by telling your spouse it's going to cause insecurity in them, or maybe jealousy, or maybe they'll be hurt, you know, but again, better to hurt them with the truth, and with a lie, or with keeping something from them, you know. I think it's really important to talk things out and not, you know, because like if your spouse feels like they can't talk to you and share things with you, that's not good. Or if your spouse feels they can't trust you, you know, that's also not good. It's it can really cause issues in your marriage. And it's it's basically an unhealthy marriage at that point, you know, because, again, you're one flesh, which means that you are vulnerable and transparent with one another, with everything. You know, there should be no secrets. There should be nothing held from them or kept from them, I guess I should say. Um, and, and I mean that in every area. Like I said, it's, you know, I mentioned this in the episodes I published, you know, recently in the intimacy episodes, that it's really sad that there are husbands and wives that can't even talk to each other about, you know, sex, about making love. Um, and I, just, I think that's, you know, not good. I understand why some people feel that way. It can be rooted in different things, you know. Um, I think for majority of believers, it's mainly because of what churches have taught. And they've pretty much, because of society, have taught that, you know, sex is dirty and perverse. And and it's it's not supposed to be that way. Um, So, you know, when you've got relationships like that, where they can't even talk about those kinds of things, or you can't share about how you're feeling or why you're feeling a certain way... It's not good. You know, that's that those are signs of a relationship that's in trouble, that's struggling um, or even a toxic, you know, relationship. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I know that this is a tough subject, especially depending on what, what it is, you know, like, for example, if a spouse has to tell the other spouse they, you know, they they were unfaithful, whether it was emotionally or physically or whatever, you know, of course, that's always hard to tell. But better to tell, right? Get it out there than to to keep it from them, you know, and then continue to do it. You know, that's not good. Um, You know, there are so many things. There are so many things um, that can happen, you know, Um, and it's, it's good to communicate. We need to have communication in our marriages. We need to, again, we need to be able to talk about No matter how small it is or no matter how big it is, these things need to be discussed, you know. And it's really important that both spouses really try to do it in a manner that is respectful and understanding. Um, Shouting at one another, talking down to one another or, you know, even if you are upset and you have a right to be upset, you know, try to maintain that composure and, you know, try to talk it out respectfully to one another and as calm as possible, if possible. <laughs> Again, I get it, you know, things can can escalate and um, I understand, you know, sometimes our feelings can just really, our emotions can really just get the better of us. And in that moment, we feel that we have the right to feel whatever we're feeling, you know. Um, but we want to make sure too that our spouses feel they can come to us, you know, and That um, they don't have to keep anything or worry about how you're going to react. And if you are someone that constantly reacts, uh, you know, out of anger or you yell a lot or you get, you know, angry easily or something like that, then of course your spouse is not going to feel very comfortable to come to you and talk to you about whatever it is, you know, Um, or it can create insecurities, and then that can really impact your marriage later on because anybody with insecurities, it's it's very difficult, especially in a marriage. Um, and then what you often find is that then those spouses will start shutting out their spouse, you know, and that's the opposite of what you want to have. So I think that every spouse should communicate with their spouse, no matter what it is. I think that. You know, there should absolutely be transparency and vulnerability and trust. um, And there needs to be emotional connection and physical connection always. Um, I was talking about in one of the, I'm sorry, I can't remember what parts. I did like three of them back to back. But I was talking about that some of the best conversations that couples have, that husbands and wives have is pillow talk when they're laying in bed together whether it's after making love or or you're just laying there cuddled up together those seem to be the moments where a lot of spouses feel really good and safe to open up to their spouses especially after making love because you're just kind of stuck in that like um what's the word i want to use like that atmosphere, you know, you've just made love, you've just been extremely like that's the most vulnerable and transparent you can ever be with somebody. Um and so afterwards it seems that a lot of couples just they kind of continue in that and that's when they really start to open up and just share things, you know. Um and it doesn't mean like share bad things or negative things or things that are, you know, Um, difficult, but it could be anything, you know, but the thing is that I've come to learn that's when most couples really, really open up is um, like during or right after just times of intimacy. So, um, and again, intimacy isn't just lovemaking. There's, there's different levels of intimacy, you know, and that's, that's a major one. Communication is uh, very intimate between a husband and wife, especially depending on what it is. And, when the area of communication is no longer there or is starting to get to the point where neither spouse is comfortable with sharing certain things, well, your intimacy now is just taking a really negative impact on it. And believe it or not, it will begin to affect your area of lovemaking. So it's just, you know, like I said, communication is so vital. And, um, you know, we, we all need to know that we're trusted and that we can be heard. And, um, you know, we just got to keep our spouses in mind. Like, okay, I know that I would want I would want my husband to tell me things. So I need to bear in mind that I'm sure he feels the same way. You know, he would want me to tell him. Um, and again, you know, every person, every spouse will take things differently. But, you know, again, those things take time to work on. But it's I still say it's important. To still share these things regardless of what that outcome is going to be. Because again, better to be out with the truth than to be holding on a secrets or to be telling lies or, you know, that just makes things much worse, you know. Um, so yeah, when it comes to that, I, I say that there shouldn't be anything that you keep from your spouse, no matter how minor or how major it is. Um, or even if you're worried about how they're going to react the best thing you could still do is go to them and tell them whatever it is, you know, or explain to them, you know, Hey, I really need to talk to you. And I really need you to hear me. It's important, you know? So, um, so yeah, with both of those topics, um, again, I hope that I've been clear and have made sense in this, um, episode. And if you have any questions, of course, please feel free to email me And I'd be happy to discuss those things with you. But yeah, when it comes to adult toys, again, pray about it, discuss it with each other and um, really use discernment. And but I say I think that it can be a really beneficial um, tool or aid for a couple in their marriage bed. And when it comes to, you know. Communication with your spouse. Um, definitely, always, always be transparent with your spouse and always talk to them about whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're feeling, whatever's going on. Remember, you two are one flesh, and whatever affects you affects your spouse. You know, you're you're together now. You're one flesh, and it is very important that you communicate. Um, and it's also a very important uh, part of intimacy as well. So. No, don't keep anything from your spouse. Don't hold back anything. Um, Even if you think they'll take it, you know, badly, um, it's still important that you talk to them about whatever it is that you're struggling with or that you've done or whatever that that may be. Um, And always maintain that throughout, throughout your marriage, always. Um, It doesn't just only apply to certain seasons of the relationship. It's always, even when you first meet, when you first come together, when you court, when you marry, um, always be open and honest with one another, no matter what. So, all right, that is it. I hope that that is helpful for all of you. Oh, and one last thing. (laughs) So I made a quick mention in my last, I think it was my last episode. Um, I had thrown out one small... Um, recommendation and it had to do with a position and I had a few people reach out and they were like oh just curious as to why you chose that because there are so many different uh, positions and things like that and so I just wanted to go ahead and throw that in this episode real quick so the reason why I chose that one is because it's very similar to um, a passage in Song of Solomon so again like I was saying earlier Song of Solomon if you haven't read that book read it Maybe I will one day on the podcast, um, but it reminds me of something that was said in a passage, and I just think it's a very intimate, romantic, and beautiful position for the husband and wife to try. Um, I mean, of course, everybody has their preferences and what works best for them, Um, but yeah, I suggested that one because, um, yeah, I just think it would be a really uh, romantic one to try (laughs) and see what happens, so Um, And for those of you who don't remember or maybe didn't hear, um, I had recommended a a position called the tango, but it's the side-by-side one, Um, not the one standing up, which if anybody can accomplish that, kudos to you, because yeah, that seems kind of difficult, but I don't know. Some of those things are like, whoa. Um, But yeah, it's the side-by-side tango one. So again, look it up and check it out. And again, discuss it together. Pray about it and just see what you think. But yeah, it's definitely important to explore in that area and definitely, you know, try different things. And again, use discernment and just make sure it's not anything that is considered uh, perverse or, you know, anything like that that I've discussed before. So, all right, that is it now. um, Again, if you have any questions or anything like that or um, need prayer or anything like that, please feel free to reach out. It might take me a little more time than usual, again, just because this is a really busy month and there's a lot going on right now. Um, but I will do my best to respond as soon as I can. And yeah, and again, thank you to all of you that have just been so incredibly supportive um, in praying and just reaching out. Um, I really, really appreciate that so much. And I've just been giving thanks and glory and praise to Yah for all of you. Um, And for him showing his love and goodness through all of you. So, yeah. All right. That is it. I love you all so much. I hope you continue to have a blessed and restful Sabbath. And I will talk to you all next time. Shalom.